0: Hello and welcome to another special bonus episode of Vipers Voices, the podcast on all things Desert Vipers as we move towards the inaugural DP World ILT20 in the UAE in January and February 2023. I'm Brian Murgatroyd and we're posting this extra episode because the news is coming thick and fast at the moment with three new signings set to join the Desert Vipers squad. Let's give you the lowdown. Fast bowling all-rounder Gus Atkinson, left arm wrist spinner Jake Lintot and former Sri Lanka captain Dinesh Chandimal have all been confirmed as Desert Vipers players. And coming up we have an interview with Director of Cricket Tom Moody in which he explains the rationale
1: behind drafting the trio. We need that depth and that, uh, that quality to back up. You know, Having uh, the flexibility and the depth and quality more importantly in our squad is going to be really important.
0: With these three players added to an already impressive squad, Tom is convinced the Desert Vipers can hit the ground running when the tournament gets
1: underway. You know, we're not going to find a situation where, you know, first two or three games we're still got, you know, as a side, we've still got our trainer wheels on and we're trying to find our way. I think the transition from You know, the early uh, practice matches and and, uh, net preparation uh, to our first match will be up and ready, running and ready to go.
0: As for the players themselves, we'll have full interviews with each of them in our next podcast. But for the time being, here are some tasters of what you can expect. To start with, here's Gus Atkinson, a really exciting talent off the production line of English County Surrey, and he knows the quality he's going to be bringing to the Vipers
1: lineup. I think I can, I can bowl quick, which helps. I can bowl quick and I, and I know where I'm going to bowl the ball. I think people who can bowl quick and they're not quite sure where it's going to go, but I'm pretty confident with my skills in the T20 format. And I feel like I'm, you know, I'm relatively smart with, with how I bowl. So I think obviously I'm inexperienced, I'd say, but you know things have gone well so far in the format. So I just continue to do what I've done so far and hopefully it keeps doing, going well.
0: Jake Lintot's arrival into big time cricket has been spectacular as he helped Southern Brave win the inaugural men's 100 competition in the UK. But as he explains, it's not always been smooth
1: sailing. It's been a long old process, I guess. I started out like any other cricketer would do, wanting to sort of sign the contract at 18, but didn't end up signing a full-time professional contract till I was 26, so it's been a much longer process, um, lots of bumps along the road and, you know, setbacks and and failures, but then yeah, managed to get to where I wanted to get to um, and obviously signed my first contract with Warwickshire a couple of years ago now. So. Yeah, it's been a bit different, but you know I wouldn't have it any other way. I feel like I've come into the game ready, um, as opposed to coming in, learning on the job. So, yeah, I feel in a good place and, yeah, happy, ready to contribute wherever I'm needed.
0: And Dinesh Chandimal wants to use his opportunity at the ILT20 to remind everyone that he's worthy of another chance for Sri Lanka in the shortest international format. This is a really good opportunity to showcase my talent. I mean, if you are playing this kind of leagues, I mean, it's always special. So if you can perform well, you can uh, show the world how capable you are for the T20 cricket. And uh, yeah, I'm really thankful the Desert Vipers management and the coaching staff to give this uh, opportunity me to, me to come and play the league. So I'm looking forward to do well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, can't wait to play the, the tournament. You can You can hear the full interviews with Gus, Jake and Dinesh in the next episode of Vipers Voices. But here's Tom Moody now, telling us the thinking behind all three signings, starting with Gus Atkinson.
1: Uh, look, we we believe Gus is uh, one of the real exciting young talents to come through the system in the UK. He's got genuine pace, and we feel that's an important element to have in your squad makeup. Someone that can, uh, you know, bowl with that sort of up to eighty-five to ninety mile an hour pace to to have an impact in in all three phases of the, of the innings. You know, he's yet to really make his mark with any major T20 tournament. Unfortunately, he had recent injury issues which prevented him from fulfilling a full season with the Oval Invincibles. But he's certainly been on our radar at the Desert Vipers for some time because we not only like to identify players that have got you know vast amount of experience, but we also like to identify players that have got a lot of upside. And we feel... Gus is certainly in that category.
0: He's a real wicket taker, isn't he? I was looking at his uh, his figures 23 2020 matches, 33 wickets, a strike rate of just 12. He, he is mm. that impact bowler that you're talking about, isn't he?
1: That's what pace brings you. You know, quite often, uh, as we know in this short format of the, go- uh, of the game, uh, they, they tend to pose a few different questions to those players that do like sort of just that one movement down the wicket and look to hit through the line. So, you know, that is the the attraction, is the fact that, um, you know, he gives us that little bit of X factor with that genuine pace. Uh, and as I touched on, uh, you know, I think uh, there's only, you know, better things to come with regards to uh, Gus and, and what he brings to the table. The more exposure he gets to tournaments like the ILT20 and with his county at Surrey, the better he's going to get. And uh, who knows? Uh, I'm sure there may well be international honours uh, not too far away.
0: And he offers some variety for the Vipers attack as well, hasn't he? Or doesn't he? Because we've talked about in the past Tamel Mills, also Ruben Trumpleman and uh, Sheldon Cottrell, the left arm pace brigade. He offers something different with uh, with right arm fast bowling, doesn't
1: he? He does. He, you know, He comes at a different angle, obviously being a right armer. Not that I, you know, I'm a big believer on you know the, the fact that you need you know a perfect balance of left and right you know at the end of the day i think you need uh, a balance of uh, of a bowling attack that can provide different uh, expertise in different phases of the game you know you need those impact bowlers at the top of the order uh, whether that be through genuine pace or whether that be through uh, spin and likewise in the middle phase and the and the end phase whatever combination you require hopefully Colin Munro, our captain, has got those Uh, Options uh, at his disposal.
0: Where do you see him fitting in in terms of uh, the bowling attack? Uh, Do you see him as a three phase bowler?
1: Yeah, look, I think at this stage he's probably developing the third phase, which is at the death. Uh, Certainly in the first two phases up front and in the middle, he will play a a significant role in taking wickets. And as we know in T20 cricket, if you are taking wickets, you know, you're stemming the flow of runs at the same time. So, you know, you need those bowlers in that, you know, certainly that first 14 to 15 overs that can, uh, you know, create that impact.
0: And he's capable with the bat as well. So he's a multifaceted cricketer too, isn't he? And that must appeal to you.
1: Yeah, he's he's a good all-rounder, really. He's a good athlete, so he's good in the field as well. Yeah, it's always nice to have that depth in your batting. You know, ideally, you're wanting your your top five or six to be, you know, uh, carrying most of the load with regards to batting, but it's always nice to have that reassurance that, you know, if do things, if things do go wrong at the top, you've got uh, players that are capable to be able to sort of have an impact in those final overs.
0: Jake Lintott, what a fascinating story he is. Uh, we've already touched in the past on the variety that the spin attack has at the Desert Vipers. There's uh, obviously the left arm orthodox of Mark Watt. There's the uh, wrist spin of Hasaranga and uh, on top of that of course there's Rowan mustafa's uh, off spin as well and you've got yet another variety now with uh, jake lintock coming uh, in with his uh, left arm wrist spin
1: yeah well we ticked uh, the final box haven't we we've got uh, we've got every other sort of spin variety covered and uh, jake's had a had a had a fascinating career where he's had that real impact in this format of the game and specifically this format of the game this is where he specializes and he again is a, a bowler that has got an impressive economy rate and an impressive strike rate and again i i just see him complementing what we already have you know there's no reason depending on you know our opposition uh, conditions that we may well be facing there's no reason that uh, you know that we that we can't look at playing all our spinners as potential options because, as you quite rightly said, you know we have got depth in our batting with all-rounders that can cover off I- any sort of issues with a with middle order or whatever the, whatever it might be. So Jake gives us a real point of difference, and if the wickets do dry out and start turning, well, he's an exciting option for us.
0: And of course, Colin Munro will have uh, very good knowledge of him because he played with Colin uh, recently yeah. in the team. 10 for the Bangla Tigers and with uh, Rowan Mustafa as well
1: that's the the real benefit of you know having someone like Colin as our captain is that he he has played uh, around the world you know consistently in franchise cricket and he's run across uh, many many players and you know Jake Lintod is one of them and uh, Rohan's another one that uh, he's got not only a, a personal relationship with, which I think is really important, but he's got a good understanding of how they tick as cricketers and how they operate and, where you know, you know at what phase and at what stage are they at their best. So, you know, we're not going to find a situation where, you know, first two or three games we're still got, you know, as a side, we've still got our trainer wheels on and we're trying to find our way. I think the transition from you know, the early uh, practice matches and and uh, net preparation uh, to our first match will be up and ready, re- running and ready to go.
0: Very interesting story, isn't he, uh, Jake Lintot, in that he's come into the professional uh, game relatively late. He played a, a lot of time in minor county cricket and all of a sudden mm. he burst onto the scene in the 100 with the Southern Brave when uh, they won the inaugural uh, title. He's now played mm. in Bangladesh. He's played in the Caribbean Premier League as well. So, yes, on the one hand, he's come into cricket quite late. But on the other hand, all of a sudden, over the last couple of years, he's accumulated an awful lot of experience, hasn't he?
1: He certainly has. And I think you find with players that have had to do, you know, the harder yards, you know, the longer road to, you know, finding that opportunity are a lot more resilient than uh, the ones that sort of get those opportunities early in their career. And I think Jake's a really good example of that, someone that has has had to find a longer road to get his opportunity and he is a a resilient and creative, you know, player because of that. So to to me, that's only a, a plus to us that we've got someone that has that, I suppose, unique journey into his first-class career and, uh, you know, we will be the beneficiaries of that.
0: And you'd had him earmarked for quite some time anyway, hadn't you? Because uh, yeah. he, was, he was on the reserve list and he, he was going to be in the UAE with the squad uh, anyway, but now you've got the opportunity to, uh, to, to put him into the squad. So he's definitely been on the radar for a while with you, hasn't he?
1: Absolutely. You know, he's a cricketer that, uh, you know, we have identified as – uh, someone that we feel can have a, a, a real impact, you know, within our squad. We also recognise that there there is that potential that you know the likes of Hasaranga who has got a a heavy workload, that you know, fixturing around you know, Sri Lankan cricket can at times change at the last minute, and we need that depth and that uh, that quality to back up the likes of Hussurunga. Uh We're expecting Hasaranga to be a you know nearly fully available for the whole tournament there's no issues there but that's how it stands at the moment you know how it stands in three weeks time may be very different so you know having uh, the flexibility and the depth and quality more importantly in our squad is going to be really important.
0: And talking about uh, depth and quality in the squad of course Dinesh Chandimal comes in as well a former Sri Lankan captain and uh, he really does add some real quality and depth in that middle order doesn't he?
1: he certainly does and the the real positive with dinesh as you said he's a he's a he's a natural leader he's had those responsibilities with sri lanka he's a versatile cricketer that can offer a position anywhere in the batting order he's also uh, you know a highly uh, recognized wicket keeper and if we want to play him as a pure batsman you know he's more than capable uh, in the field there's certainly no uh, you know there's certainly no liability there if anything you know he's He's a very good fielder. And again, a little bit around, uh, similar to our spin philosophy, with the unpredictability of international fixtures, you know, with the likes of Billings and the likes of Duckett, uh, Alex Hales that we have in our squad, you know, we can't read the minds of the English selectors. We can't sort of, you know, get a real understanding of exactly when these players are going to be expected to report for duties that uh, may have a slight. crossover with our inaugural tournament so to have you know the backup and the quality of the backup of someone like Chandamal is going to be you know really really important.
0: And I guess uh, we're getting a Chandamal who has the potential to be really really hungry because of course he's He's not in the Sri Lankan uh, T20 international squad at the moment. And this, I guess, could be a, a really good opportunity for him to say, look, I, I'm still around, I'm still available, and I'm still capable of doing good things.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a terrific opportunity for him. He was on the, the reserve list for their World Cup uh, squad, but, you know, didn't quite make uh, the final cut. So he's not far away. Certainly Sri Lanka recognises, you know, recognises that he's a valuable T20 player. But in that particular role with the wicketkeeper batting role for Sri Lanka. They're they're a little bit sport for choice. So, you know, his focus at the moment and, you know, his main selection priority is around test cricket and fifty over cricket, but he's smashing down that T twenty door and 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 having an impact in the IL T twenty with the Desert Vipers is only going to do someone like him uh, the world of good because it just reminds the Sri Lankan selectors and the cricketing world that uh, that he is a genuine three format player and he's just doing that recently actually in the in the you know the Lankan Premier League he's He's having an impact there with uh, some, you know, some with some good performances. So all round, uh, you know, we're thrilled to have him as uh, part of our team.
0: It's a busy time, isn't it, in the lead up to uh, a tournament? Tom, you you've got vast experience all around the world in various tournaments. These things happen, don't they? Players coming, players going, and unavailability popping up as well. So uh, mm-hmm. these are the sorts of things that you, as director of cricket, have to have to resolve. You have to think on your feet, don't you?
1: You've got to be Nimble and being six foot six and uh, a bit, it's hard to be nimble at times. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's it certainly it can be a challenge uh, for us all to be creative, be nimble, and be ready to to have the, the options available to us when the unexpected does arise. And you know, y- y- you may well be writing down like a lot of coaches and a lot of directors of cricket, or a lot of supporters of Desert Vipers, maybe already writing down what they're you know, preferred eleven might be for the first match, but I can assure you that preferred eleven will change between now, when you're doing that on the back of a bit of scrap paper, to you know, when we actually do play the first game. Because you know, there's things that you know do crop up that are unexpected. You know, whether that be injury, whether that be unavailability because of uh, selection uh, for their national setup, an illness could be it could be anything. So it's uh, it's important to have depth in your squad, and that's why you know it's always talked about that it's really a squad that wins championships it's not uh, it's not any individual
0: and of course this presumably means that you're working very closely with the analytics department who who really do have their finger on the pulse as well and can basically put a a, a selection of names to you i guess from which you can you can sift
1: yeah look CrickViz is our partner when it comes to you know all the analytics and and uh, we've got a good relationship and a long relationship with with them and 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 their team and it is really important uh, that that you you know we work you know in, in you know collaboratively with, with with them because you know there's certain things that us as uh, cricket coaches and cricket directors that you know we have a certain view on things purely on experience and gut feel but when you've got the numbers behind all those things uh, at times you can be surprised and it's, at times it's nice that both what you're thinking and feeling you know, marries up with what actually the, the data tells you.
0: Tom Moody there with the Desert Vipers Director of Cricket giving us chapter and verse on the squad's three new signings, Dinesh Chandimal, Jake Lintot and Gus Atkinson. And that's it for this bonus episode of Vipers Voices. As ever, please like and subscribe to make sure you get the very latest interviews and news from the Desert Vipers camp in the lead-up to ILT20. And a reminder that we'll also be giving you exclusive insider reaction after every Vipers match of the tournament, so please stay with us. And remember, you can also follow the Desert Vipers on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook too. For now though, this is Brian Murgatroyd. Thanks very much for listening.